Welcome to All Things Us, our podcast. We're hitting the orchard today. <laughs> Love it. <laughs> morning, Leslie. Good morning, Pam. Don't sit under the apple tree with anyone else but me. That's true. That's true. <laughs> I mean, you know, lots of things happen in that apple orchard. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say there's a lot more going on besides sitting. That's exactly right. Oh, my goodness. It's good to see everybody. I I see Lori, a Black Lab lady. Hi, from Maine. Um, Brenda, Ashley, and Ellie from the West Coast. Mm. Passing you some coffee, Ellie. Mm -hmm. Um, It's it's, uh, it's early morning. It's cloudy here. I I hope we get a massive amount of rain, which I wish I could send to the West Coast. Yeah, it's not quite working out that way, is it? No, it isn't. It isn't. And then our friends are uh, uh, putting Annette and uh, Brenda Brenda and all of you folks in the path of Ida in our prayers today. Yeah. Hoping you have safekeeping and can ride the storm um, and be safe when it approaches and makes landfall. Um, and then, of course, everyone else that's uh, going through uh, tough times, yeah. folks in Afghanistan and... Well, the first, the first Afghanis uh, from arrived at Philly this morning, so... Yeah, I heard that story, so yeah. hopefully people will be able to find some solace and get some peace. Yep. And I know the fires are still burning and... There's a lot of challenges right now, but, but I'm glad we can come. <laughs> I know. I'm glad we can come together and kind of enjoy some uh, SR time. Yes. I see Betty uh, has joined us, and uh, we're wishing her well as she uh, is the professor today in the she Amazon. Is she and yes. professors. Yes, yes, yes. Talking about the all-important chapter when Maya... Visits Gabriel and Grace, yep. and Grace, of course. Um, that's going to be really great, Betty. I, I'm trying. I'm hoping I can join. I, I'm not sure. If not, I'm going to listen to it. Betty, you don't need to be nervous. You are. You and Perling are the queens of the SR of podcast. The podcast, right? So you'll be fine. You'll do great. I'm sure you both will. So, yeah, I've seen Anna. some of the comments. I, I in the in the Emmer Zoom. Facebook page um, and some of the questions you've put down. It's been really good. Um, sorry, I couldn't have been more interactive this week. Um, but it's been a week. Good morning. Oh, yeah. Hello, It Anna. has been a week. 
It has been mm-hmm. a week. Phil's out of the hospital. He's doing well, so we're good there. What I, you know what? I was going to ask about Phil. I didn't have a chance to before we hit the air since I was rambling on my uh, diatribe. Mm-hmm. How, um, he he's home now? Yeah, he is home. Wow. And okay. he's got a nurse coming a couple times a week and physical therapy a couple times a week. And they're going to send him a home healthy uh, till, so he can bathe and that way it'll, until he gets his strength back. But yeah, he's doing well, that's, otherwise. Mm-hmm. That's, that's, that's really good. That's good that he's on the mend. And Betty, uh, Betty wanted to note she's actually giving the presentation alone. Ah, that's right. Because so. uh, Perling has her... Uh, um, her commitments for classes. Saturday yeah. classes. So. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, you know, and it's that time of year. It's, it certainly it's is. Back to school time. Kids on the bus and end of August. And, and I know I'm glad Kenzie's not in the chat room right now because she'd be saying the countdown to autumn. And I know, Kenzie, I know you'll be listening to this. And I, I already, I've, I've put it in there. I know Autumn is coming and she's very excited. Uh, pumpkin yes, Spice am... Latte premiered this week. Oh, God, no. I hate that stuff. Anyway. <laughs> so does SR. My daughter loves it, though. She went first thing. It is her It is her no. treat to herself. I um, like it, but I, I think I had too much of it when it first came out. Um, I, prefer, I prefer their creme brulee and their some of their other... There's a, fa- there's a family from North Carolina called the Holderness Family. And they're on Instagram and YouTube and probably TikTok and Facebook and wherever. But they but they did this whole thing on um, <laughs> pumpkin spice latte at Starbucks last year. It was really funny. <laughs> it's very funny. Oh, they're, I see uh, SR Fox and Diana has joined us mm. and uh, Brenda asked how the baby's doing and Diana said, so good. That's wonderful uh. news. Glad you could join us today, Diana. Um, and I'm super happy. I saw the SR Fox. Uh, she noted that she, I saw last week in the comments that she was on, but she wasn't participating in the chat because I believe she was cleaning. Nothing um, wrong with that. And there, I... I believe I may have run- mentioned this at one time that Betty and Perling had a discussion on what people were doing when they were listening to their podcast, the Gabriel series fan podcast. Mm-hmm. And there mm-hmm. were all kinds of answers. Um, I used to be one who was uh, cleaning and cooking. I was cleaning my kitchen and cooking and doing laundry typically when uh, Betty and Perling were podcasting. So and I was I was usually driving down from New York. So right, you you were on you were on the drive, so you couldn't really comment except when you were at stoplights. Right, <laughs> well, and there's no stoplights in the New Jersey traffic. Yeah, well, sometimes there's traffic stands. Well, that's true. That's true. In the summertime, <laughs> mostly, or when I there know. was a Giants game, that was another good one. Anyway, yeah, and football. Anyway. Football has started. High school football uh, in our area last I night. Heard. Good. First, uh, you know, first game first of the season. Game of the season. I'm clinging on to summer as long as I can. Speaking of football, <laughs> yes. If you're, not, if you're not watching Ted Lasso on Apple TV, you're missing out. It is the most. It's the funniest, most irreverent show that I've ever seen. 
with a great positive message. I love it. I can't miss it. So it's on. <laughs> so go for it. It's fun. Yes, I'm wondering if anyone else. I've not gotten seen. We don't have Apple TV, and uh, we've actually there's actually been discussion about <laughs> getting it uh, to watch the show. It's uh, I've heard so many good things about it. A lot of people have been chatting about it. Um, uh, Jason Sudeikis um, and an amazing cast of yeah. characters, um, and they are characters. You, <laughs> and if you like European football, Go it's definitely it. the show for you. Lori said it's so good; she loves Ted Lasso. And SR Fox says hello, everyone. Yes, I'm usually cleaning while listening. Today, I'm painting my radiator while I'm listening. Hope everyone is well. Good luck God with the painting, SR Fox. I think that's great. I love. I remember, obviously, I can't, <laughs> I can't do that while we're talking and, and actually doing the podcast. But when I listen to podcasts, I often will get um, work and do chores and do things around the house. Um, it makes it so enjoyable. I'll do that sometimes on the Emmer Zoom. I won't be on camera. I'll just listen um, because I have a lot of stuff I have to Right. I have to it's, keep moving, as they say. Um, the only thing that's hard with that is chat. You know, if you want to participate in the chat, you kind of have to stop and go, but you can do it. Oh, and Lori's you saying Roy Kent. Oh. <laughs> I'm guessing that's a character. Fucking Roy Kent. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good, yeah. Oh, and, uh, super good. Of course, there's always the wanker as well, so... Anyway. <laughs> oh my gosh, tell me more. Oh, oh. I, I was laughing um, in terms of shows. I'm still, I've been drawing out. I haven't watched all the episodes of Men in Kilts. So mm -hmm. I, I watched um, the one the other night that was, uh, oh my gosh, I forget the episode name. Oh, no, it wasn't was the it, traditions it was, one. It was. It was the one when they had they were going down the the, the mountain the, the mountain, okay, or the the cliff. Okay. Oh yes, yes. Um, <laughs> I'm forgetting what that. Uh, you know, when you have the lines and you kind of uh, rappel down, but there's a there's a name mm -hmm. of that sport and I forget what it was. But Graham McTavish was is completely oh terrified of heights, and I. First of all, I felt so badly for him because he was, you know, you could tell he was really going through it. But it was also so funny the way they did the whole thing. And Sam Hewen's, uh reactions were just, oh, my gosh. It was, mm -hmm. I, I was laughing out loud. I could not believe it. So, so funny. Yes. Um, yeah, Lori, Lori just said, um, you need to do the free trial of Apple TV and watch it, Leslie. And, and, and just zoom, you know, just go right through it because it's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah so, and I and, see Kenzie's uh, you, joined us. Miss Kenzie has joined us. And I already have you even seen... noted the, the autumn is coming, Kenzie. You don't have to do that. I said if Kenzie was here, <laughs> she would remind me of the, the countdown. I just don't have the countdown, but I'm sure you'll put it in the chat. <laughs> Next Saturday. Oh, my gosh. September. Anyway, um, yeah, so... The, the Sam Hewen, when they did the bet and he had to run naked into the... Into the uh, oh, my so. gosh. <laughs> that, that was... I loved that, first of all, because, you know, Sam didn't win, and I thought that was funny. And mm -hmm. Graham... I am impressed with Graham McTavish. I'll just say that. I, I have a little bit of a crush on Graham. I'm not going to lie. Okay. I love Sam, but there's something about Graham. Mm -hmm. The way he moves, 
He is hilarious. Mm-hmm. He's just, they, they are just, their pairing together is just priceless. If you haven't seen that, it's a stars mm-hmm. um, yeah, series. It's good. it's good. It's really funny. And I believe they are doing a second season. If they I'm are. Mistaken. They are. Um, so. Yeah. It's really funny. Jody Ellen Malpas, uh, one of the fan pages, said something about who's your um, who's your Hollywood crush? Who's kind of an unusual crush? Or, and you know, people were saying all different folks. Um, and I added Graham McTavish to the mix because oh, I just think he's he's really funny. Yeah. Well, they all are. Well, but yeah. yeah, he is. I, I like his beard. He's got that nice beard. Anyway. Anyway. And a good cookie duster as well. <laughs> oh my gosh so Pam we have we us. have some news from the SR world we SR, do uh, SR is, uh, was so wonderful to respond to my questions yesterday mm-hmm. um, I sent them Thursday night so he was but at least really it wasn't great. at 2am so that was <laughs> well it was what one, it was at one something I don't know well anyway yeah he said he has been fortunate enough to see a rough cut of the first part of Gabriel's Rapture. He says it's very good. Readers will love it. And I know that Passion Flicks is excited uh, to share it. Uh, I'm he so doesn't, excited. I know. And while he doesn't have a release date yet, he's told it will likely release before American Thanksgiving. Before Thanksgiving, people. Likely. I'm excited. I did not think it was going to be that soon. Mm-hmm. And Hopefully, they'll be that. able to keep on that on that pace. But I was I was just hoping by the end of uh, the end of the year. So exciting mm-hmm. news! That is exciting. And again, I just want to preface that he doesn't have the release date yet, but he's told it will likely release before American Thanksgiving. So likely is the option I'm going to. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big news this week is that the man in the black suit releases in Brazil in the fall and Gabriel's promise release releases in Russian this fall. And he says, I think they've moved the release date of the Russian edition up to the end of September or beginning of October. So that is cool. I love that too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think having promise earlier is is great for the Russian readers it really is mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm I'm really hopeful and excited about um, the fact that they have a rough cut together um, you know I feel strongly that they should take as much time as they need and feel for the mm-hmm. putting together post-production um, and uh, pulling everything together and um, as whenever it comes out, Tosca will be happy. I'm just, I, I, in my mind, I was thinking it would be, it would be a little bit later. So I, um, I said, Kenzie, yes, you're, you just read my mind. She said, wow, I thought it would be before Christmas. And I did too. I, I mm-hmm. was thinking it would be more of a right after Thanksgiving, um, release. So we'll see what happens. Um, Brenda says, I need a premiere. And she said, let's hope Delta goes away sooner rather than later. Yes. Yeah, well, let's yes, hope yes, that yes. whether there's a premiere or not, let's hope that goes away sooner rather than later, period. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, my, um, my, my brother-in-law's brother, Paul, was uh, in the emergency room yesterday. He's been, he was diagnosed with COVID a week and a half ago. 
Oh, no. And um, he was not vaccinated. His wife and son mm. were, but he was not. And they all sorry to tested hear that, positive. Pam. Yeah, and uh, he went into the emergency room yesterday, and they did a chest x-ray, sent him home with some medication, and uh, touch wood, it'll, that'll be a help for him. But, yeah. Betty SR also says that um, his writing is going well, which I hope the muse is speaking loudly to him. I noticed he, there was at least one time this week he posted that he's writing, and mm-hmm. I am, I mean, of course I'm excited about the film, and I'm excited about all the book releases, but boy, I am super excited that he's writing. Like, yeah, I... Yeah. I am just, I'm just thrilled I, I, that he's, and it's, and it's a different world. You know, he's creating a different world for us to explore with him. Um, yes, and that's And the fact that he's writing is just such a good thing. I, I know that, you know, this past year with COVID and everything, it's been a, it's been a rough deal for everybody, including any particular artist, whether right. it be in writing or movies or, uh, you know, Painting, anything like that, it's been a tough year, so I'm happy to hear that. I'm super happy to hear that, too. Yeah, yeah. Really, really good stuff. And Brenda's saying prayers to him, Pam. Oh, thanks. Um, I'll I'll pass that along, because he's, uh, I know my brother-in-law's pretty upset about it, but, you know, do what you gotta do. You just do follow, uh, follow the regimen, and try and do all the, the things that you can to, to heal and get better. Absolutely. And um, Kenzie noted she is so excited about the writing. And she's sorry to hear that too, Pam, about, about, Paul. about yeah. Paul. And um, not Betty's Paul, let's clarify. No, not Betty's Paul. Um, Betty's and, Paul uh, was uh, going nuts on, on Instagram yesterday. So that's <laughs> Well, the actor portraying Betty's Paul, right? Yes. Working on yes. his fitness. I, I, I haven't responded to him yet. I, I want to make a comment about that because he's so, he's just funny. James yeah. Andrew Frazier is just, just funny, yeah, funny and irreverent, quirky. I just think he's, he's great. Um, Kenzie noted she honestly has her doubts about the premiere just because things keep getting worse. Yeah, I mean, I, I will tell you there, there is a conference that um, was, that I was, looking at attending that I got notification um, that they have moved it back to a virtual setting. Um, It was going to be in Orlando and they pulled it back this week. So I'm starting to see people do that for large scale events, Mm -hmm. um, especially in areas where there have been a lot of uh, illness, um, Florida being one. So um, we'll just see what happens. Uh, I would love, it would love a premiere. Let me specify. I would love a premiere in New York. <laughs> yes, that, let please? me specify. Can I put that premiere request in, there in because... New York because it's easier to get to. <laughs> yes. Sorry, in Ellie. LA. I know that's not your side of the country, but it would just be, uh, you know, my dream. We could have it in New York and we'd be able to all go. Um, but we'll see. And if not, maybe for the next one. Um, that's true. <laughs> Betty says, my Paul is fine. He is working out minus the cows. <laughs> I'm so happy. <laughs> uh, yes. And in terms of, <laughs> Ellie's like, no. And in terms of uh, SR's writing, Black Lab Lady noted, she is thrilled as well. Love SR's writing style. Mm-hmm. 
and we do. We really do. So um, I think we should start to dig into Chapter 32. Too. We have to what we have to hit that orchard. I know we got to get there. Yeah, we do. And I loved. I just loved the beginning of this chapter. Take a walk with me. You know, mm-hmm. I just. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It was just something about that. Gabriel wanting to connect with Juliet in the midst of all the family and all the holiday stuff. I just. I really liked mm-hmm. um, him walking in the room, holding a familiar blanket whispering into Julia's ear. I just, I don't know that. I just, I really liked the beginning of this chapter. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. And I mean, gosh, the orchard, right. It is so, it is just such a special place. It is so, um, foundational for the story. Um, Mm -hmm. You know, as she looked out over the back deck to that cathedral in the woods, um, she remembered her times there with Gabriel from the chase night they first met and spent together as teenagers to the time they made love. Several times, in fact. And he had proposed to her there. (laughs) To Gabriel, it was a sacred space. His eyes solemn. He had something lurking in their depths as he made that request. And um, I'm looking in the chat box. Brenda said, so sexy. (laughs) Yeah, right. Can you imagine this on the screen? Take a walk with me. You could see, I mean, God love him. Uh, Melanie would have to be up on the box for this uh, to portray it as Julia because uh, Julia is so much taller. He'd really have to be stooping down to bend into her ear, but they would do it right. And and you could just imagine that scene of Gabriel leaning in. Leaning into Julia and saying, take a walk with me. The Apple Box stuff, though, if you look at the outtakes of uh, Gabriel's um, Inferno and Passion Flicks, they mm-hmm. have it. I think we need the Apple Box to get the Apple Box. <laughs> I know. I love it. Um, but I just think I, I like that connection. I like that fact. They are in the midst of holidays. They're in the midst of challenges. Um, but he, mm-hmm. you know, they, he wants to reconnect with her. And um, yes, two sample boxes that he said. Um, and SR Fox said, she'll take a premiere in Italy much closer. <laughs> hey, if I were you, mm-hmm. I would want a premiere in Italy too. And I would want to fly over and meet you, SR Fox. That would be great. Um, <clears throat> and Ashley says, being romantic, aren't you, Professor Emerson? Definitely. It's such Always. a beautiful, I don't know. I just love the, um, I love the reference to the orchard. I love the fact that it's, it plays such a part of their story. Um, and I think the fact that it's, you know, it's nature, it's grounding, it's, it's sustaining, mm-hmm. um, you know, it yes. has, it's apples. It's, it, there's so many, so many things you can read into the setting of the orchard you could even um, read out Adam yeah. and Eve into it. Only he was the uh, he was the Eve character, <laughs> right? Well, or I mean, you can. I mean, there is. It's that that it's the ori- origination story, right? This yes, is the origination yes. of their. This is the genesis of their mm-hmm. relationship. Um, mm-hmm. And I think I think the other interesting thing is this, the the orchard. 
you know, going into a deep wood or into an orchard, it can be really daunting and you can lose your way as Julia did and very frightening. But mm-hmm. then they also have their special spot in the clearing. And it's kind of that, that, that peaceful um, island in, in their tor- torment, you know, or in yeah. their challenges. Um, anyway, I, I'm, I'm waxing a little you bit digress. too much on this, but yes. it's, it's a really important role in their relationship. So he asked her about walking over, taking a walk, and she appraised the aftermath of Thanksgiving dinner, and she's like, there's a lot of cleaning to do, maybe, you know, we got to get this done. And um, we asked SR, why did Gabriel want to go for a walk with Julia? And he said, for this chapter, Gabriel enjoys reconnecting with Julia in the orchard, and he has plans for their visit, dot, dot, dot. <laughs> hmm. <clears throat> Whatever would his plans be? I don't know. Um, Let's find I don't out. Know either. I know. Anna had noted he bought the home for the orchard. Such deep meaning and solace for Gabriel. Yes, mm-hmm. I think solace is a, a an excellent word choice, Anna. It Absolutely. really is solace for him. It's a it's a peaceful spot. So, you know, Rachel heard Julia saying, oh, we have dinner dishes to clean up. And she said, you know, go, you know, just go. She's going to be able to take care of that. Uh, Julia was bouncing Claire in her arms. Um, And Gabriel mentioned that they'll help when they get back. And, you know, Mm. (laughs) Betty says business time at the orchard. Or should we say research time at the orchard? Research time, yes. Since it's not Wednesday, it was actually, if it was based on American Thanksgiving, then it would be a Thursday. It would be a Thursday, yes. So um, Tammy offered to take Claire, um, and this was also a really nice part of the chapter. Um, she, You could see this too, Tammy say, grabbing Claire and hugging her close and saying, you know, I really miss having a baby and holding a baby in my arms and Baby fever is striking Tammy. Baby fever is striking Tammy. Um, well, and Claire is such a beautiful little little sweet miss, right? I yes, mean, that's yes. not surprising. I saw a beautiful, actually a friend of mine um, had her daughter a couple weeks ago, and she posted pictures on Facebook, and this little girl is precious. I mean, just, just precious. She actually reminded me a little bit of Claire when I saw her um, really sweet and Scott uh, leaned in and rubbed Claire's head and he said I didn't realize you felt that way Tammy and he whispered something in her ear and Rachel was chatting and trying to divert the attention because you know this is kind of a connection point for Tammy and uh, Scott you know he, kind of coming clean and she's saying yeah I, I kind of like another baby and um, well you know the other thing that we, we hear a lot about Rachel and her issues of, of not being able to conceive and, and what have you and of course we, obviously Julie and Gabriel but we don't really hear much about uh, Scott and Tammy right occasionally right you know but we and, but we also hear like Tom and Diane with their issues with their right. baby and, and that kind of stuff so I think it was nice that that was brought up. 
I thought it was too. And, you know, I think Scott was so open and giving and loving of Tammy and her son and just welcoming both of them into his life. And um, I think to her shock that he was so, you know, so in, you know, he was Mm -hmm. all in, um, not just with her and their connection, but with, with being, um, father figure to Mm -hmm. her son. Um, and I think it's nice that, you know, she's sharing with him that she would be really open and she really would like a baby with him. I think that's a, you know, I think that's something special. And Betty says, you know, Scott's ready to practice with Tammy. (laughs) <laughs> and practice does make perfect um, yes. sometimes. So. <laughs> there might be a lot of practicing going on this oh, evening. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and I th- and uh, Anna mentioned that Claire needs an Ann Gettys type photo in the orchard. Mm-hmm. And I agree with that. Those little those Ann Gettys pictures with the, uh, the babies are so precious. They are adorable. That would be mm-hmm. great. Uh, I would I, love that. <clears throat> I'm looking to see if there are any Getty's pictures that have um, so cute. I was trying to see if there's any Ann Getty's little with the babies with the apple or in the apple orchard. Um, uh, I, I, if not, there I know that there's some in the uh, bushel barrel. So yeah, yeah they're definitely super cute. Um. So, you know, Rachel, I think, recognizing kind of their private moment, um, mm-hmm. was trying to divert attention away and said, just, you know, Gabriel, Julia, just go for your walk. It's fine. We have this covered here. Um, and Julia asked if she was sure. And, um, you know, Rachel's like, yes, you know, go, go, you, you know. Um, and as they started to go, Julia realized she left her coat in the car. So, um Gabriel said, oh, I'll go grab your coat and um, then we can go out. So um, Rachel says, good, you know, we'll take care of things here. You guys go for your walk. Because also remember, the family knows the significance, not the full significance, but they do understand the significance of the the orchard orchard and and the fact that Rachel or Gabriel proposed to Julia in the orchard. So I think the family knows it has special meaning. They don't know the full meaning, but they know mm-hmm. it, it does have a special meaning. And <laughs> Betty, I agree. I wish everyone was <laughs> wagered to clean after Thanksgiving dinner. Uh, yeah, uh, you know, I, 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 I am not, I am not a, a clean freak by any stretch of the imagination. You know, but I like things tidy. Mm-hmm. And if my sister is cooking. It's scary. You, it, I'm, I'm serious. It is scary because she doesn't throw anything away. So whatever prep she's doing, it's all still sitting there. Aside from what mm-hmm. she's dish, whatever dish she's doing. Mm-hmm. So when so when it comes time to go into the kitchen to clean, it's like somebody dropped a hydrogen bomb in the middle <laughs> of the kitchen. Exactly. Every, like I'm. Everywhere, and I'm cu- and I, I'm cur- curious what others. Uh, do you guys have that experience with certain relatives, or uh, are you like that? Are you like a hydrogen bomb goes off when you cook? It's okay. There's no judgment. I'm just curious. 
So, Pam, do you help her with uh, putting I try back to together? Do, I, I'll be very honest with you. I, I try to do all the cooking and the cleaning because I clean as I go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, I, I, again, I am not the, not a clean freak, but, mm-hmm. like I said, I, I just like to have things where they're supposed to be. And uh, and cleaning up, uh, my sister would wait till the morning and leave everything in the kitchen. And I'm not, I have to get the dishes washed. And, you know, they don't necessarily have to be put away right away, but they have to be cleaned and out of the way. Right. So, mm-hmm, yeah, that's I, me. I learned the whole clean as you go um, trick mm-hmm. working in restaurants, you know, that's kind of what you have to do. And good morning, Cheryl. I'm glad you could join us. We're talking about if you clean up as you go and you make big meals because, uh, Julie and Every- Gabriel are going to go for a walk. And Rachel said, we can take care of the cleaning. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, and we were talking about the, the special place the orchard was and Anna noted surely Richard recalls the orchard was Gabriel's sanctuary as a child as well mm-hmm. so that was a really good point I didn't want to miss in the midst of our discussion we, um, you know, black I, lab lady says I'm with you Pam clean up as you go drives me crazy when I cook mm-hmm. with some of my friends and relatives Ugh. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh well Cheryl uh, my my 97 soon to be 98 year old neighbor is up the street and asked if I was coming up today and I'm like mm. anyhow <laughs> oh um, she's late she was cleaning up from breakfast and her 98 yeah. year old grandpa's here tell your yeah. grandpa we said hello that's wonderful what a blessing that's so awesome and and Lori noted that uh, she does clean as she goes she gets overwhelmed if it's not organized at least a little See, I do have a lot of dishes in the wake Usually I'll stack them all in the sink if I can't rinse them as I go. But um, then I tackle those after. But I try and clean my workspace at least. Yeah. Growing up, though, growing up, I will say this. We we had my grandmother's china growing up that we used at special holidays, like at Christmas, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, nobody was allowed to touch it except my mom because if anybody broke it, at least she, you know, if it was she that broke it, then it would be fine. But if, if anybody else broke it, everybody would be upset. Uh, so, hence, I never had to do the Thanksgiving or Christmas dishes. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, Anna said, I prep days ahead for big dinners, so the day of isn't as stressed. I'm from a restaurant family and love to cook for a lot of people. Oh, mm-hmm. fantastic, Anna. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's great. Um, yeah. SR Fox says, it depends on my OCD. I can be chaotic, putting it mildly, but most of the time my OCD gets me and I'm cleaning while I go. Mm-hmm. And uh, room cleaned, Ashley said she was cleaning as she was listening to this. And, uh, and Cheryl, I'm sorry your grandfather threw things at you this morning at breakfast. Um, she said it was kind of, uh, uh, have that he was having issues today. And you know what? When you're 98, you definitely deserve uh, mm-hmm. all the grace that you can give. Um, sorry to hear that, Cheryl. That that's tough. It is. Her great grandparents gave her china, and she uses it daily, which is very special. And Sr. Fox says, "My dad's calls when my mom doesn't isn't cooking, but heating things up." <laughs> but my <laughs> what? 
What she does isn't cooking, but heating things up. Right, <laughs> and and Betty's saying she doesn't cook; she fake bakes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, now I, I, I even I even make. The I do pumpkin, a bit of both. I do the pumpkin pie straight from the pumpkin puree that I make. Oh, so that's I, good. I, I have I've never. I do get crazy that way. That is my OCD. Well, I think that's a joy, though, right? I love. Yeah, I mean, I I do you know I, I do my own apple pie and I make my own crust. I I do mm -hmm. uh, the pumpkin pie because my family likes pumpkin pie and whatever else. But mm -hmm. it just the only thing I don't like is the bourbon bowls my sister makes. So I just ah out of the way. Well, you can anyway. Mm, I do like bourbon balls, so mm, mm. that depends on how they. Yeah, I know. Nothing, I, you know what? Nothing's. I'm thinking of the ones I had in Kentucky. There you go. They, so you they can... were fancy, schmancy, yumminess. Um, well, Cheryl, I know caregiving can be stressful, so giving you lots of love and hugs. Um, it is halftime here at the All That's Things right. SR podcast, as the SR Fox noted. Um, and Anna said she has her grandma's mother's and her China and crystal and silver. She loves tableware. That is great. So you're ready I, for any special yeah. dinner or just every day. I like, um, I like the idea that Cheryl's using China every day. I think that's lovely. I do too. And I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people that I, I, if I have to hand wash a plate, I hand wash a plate. Mm -hmm. I'm not, I don't, I don't particularly care for paper plates it's that's yeah. just me mm -hmm. you like what you everybody like everybody has nothing wrong own. with that that's right that's right and uh, i too my crystal actually is a combination of my grandmother's crystal and my crystal that i bought in ireland so it's oh nice combination. i love that yeah yeah i have uh, and, china from my grandmother that i use um not daily but i will pull it out more than just uh special occasions um, Lori never had a bourbon ball. I highly recommend them, Lori. They're don't, delicious. Don't if if don't you like bourbon, if 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 an alcohol uh, flavor is your mm -hmm. is your jam, it's it's lovely, and it's not really too boozy either. Um, it's just a nice flavor. Um, Anna said her grandma taught her to use iced vodka instead of water and pie crust. I, have I am heard intrigued that. by that. I've heard I that. I've heard that. Iced vodka too. I've never realized. Well, you have to have it cold, right? Um, mm, well, anything. I'm, anytime you make a pie crust, it's got to be iced, whatever, because you don't want your whatever uh, you use as shortening, whether it be butter or whether it be uh, lard or whether it be um, like Crisco, whatever. Um, you don't want you don't want that to get warmed up because the the secret to a flaky crust is if you roll it out and you see the flex of whatever shortening you're using, that creates an airspace which helps make the press crispy. Mmm. Nice. Mm -hmm. I even that I, I happen to use butter in all my, my uh, pie crusts. But that's I nice. like butter. I like and butter too. My mother in law used lard and they were delicious. But mm -hmm. um my grandmother used lard. I haven't tried I lard. also I haven't tried I also, baking with lard. Yeah, I also cut it up and make sure it's frozen before I even start, bake, you know, mixing it all up together. Mm -hmm. 
Anywho. I don't know, Pam. I might need to come bake with you. I'm just saying. I Putting it out there. Um, and, uh, Grandpa has been watching Gabriel's Infernos since he got here. He likes love stories. Oh, oh Cheryl, I love that so much. We got to tell SR. Oh, we yeah. got to tell SR. Oh, and we should tell Tasca too. That's awesome. Yeah. Passion flicks oh. would be right right up his alley then, Cheryl. And um, my, my almost 10-year-old granddaughter informed me this week that when she comes down, she wants to watch Hallmark movies with me because she's discovered them. <laughs> Oh, oh, that's sweet. I love it. Yeah. Oh, and, and Cheryl also said her grandpa has since called for each time to tell to, um, you know, forward uh, before this next scene, because he said that is nasty stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so he doesn't want to oh. see it. I, that's well, okay. That, that, that's, you know, he is, he know, is a gentleman of a certain era. My, my, um, you know, uh, I, Phil, I've gotten to watch Gabriel's Inferno with me um, a couple of times, but he went, he's looking forward to seeing um, Gabriel's Rapture because of the Fitzy scenes. Oh, absolutely. So I, I will definitely show him you. that portion of the film. <laughs> Black Lab Lady says, Cheryl, your grandpa rocks, LOL. And um, SR Fox says... Uh, She's getting hungry. It's almost dinner time where she is with all the talk about food. She is getting hungry. I'm getting hungry too. I haven't had I breakfast yet. And I know you're talking that we're talking about dinner time and you're in your neck of the woods. Um, Anna said grandma always had a bottle of vodka in the freezer. Yeah, that's a good well, idea. Uh, that vodka be what do you think about vodka in the freezer, Pam? I love vodka in the freezer. <laughs> I know you do. <laughs> I've borne witness to that. <laughs> so has uh, Petite Leon over there, wherever you are this uh, this morning. Uh, she she's a witness to that vodka as well. Anyway, and and so is dear Betty. Yes, um, absolutely. And uh, so, it's a great chaser to a bottle of wine. Let me just tell you that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and Cheryl, Cheryl, um, uh, yeah, the SR Fox. Um, says she loves Cheryl's grandpa too. Mm-hmm. Um, Anna put a little note about she uses three quarters lard and a quarter and butter a quarter. and ice vodka. The crusts are pretty good. Mm, nice nice tip there. Ashley said and Cheryl's grandpa is a gentleman, doesn't want to blush over the sex scenes, which is so right. sweet. And Cheryl, she said, ladies, we are close, it seems, because SR was watching Rapture, I think. Yes. Um, and, if yes, you listen to the notes earlier, um, he said he he did get a rough cut, and to he watch. said we're going to be thrilled with it, and they are hoping to release it before American Thanksgiving. So that is super exciting. Yep. Um, so we are getting close. We are getting close. So. So, so as so as Gabriel is going out to the car, he kisses uh, Julia's cheek, goes out the front door, and he's walking. Uh, you know, just sort of meandering over to the car, and he notices that there's an SUV idling about three houses down. And uh, he's satisfied that uh, it was the same black Nissan SUV that he had seen before. So he ca- casually walks back to the garage and goes in the door and then comes out, and when he comes out, he's holding an aluminum baseball bat. <laughs> uh-huh. He's walking towards the sidewalk. 
You can see mm-hmm. that happening, right? I can see. Oh, I yeah. can see. I can see that happening too. I can see that scene on the screen, grabbing mm-hmm. that bat. I can see Julio just aggressively grabbing that and going as a man on a mission. Absolutely. So then uh, the the black uh, Nissan starts revving up its engine and and gets a, get peels out of the uh, off the street, leaving tire marks on the asphalt. Um, so as, as, as going, Gabriel switches hands from the baseball bat, picks up a rock and throws the rock and he hits the rear window of the, uh, car and it just sort of shatters all over the place as the guy's turning the corner. Good aim. Yes. Yes. So now Gabriel walks calmly back to the, uh, car, not caring if anybody saw him or not. And uh, proceeds to put the bat inside the car and grabs Julia's coat and goes walking into the house. Oh my gosh! I know. So we've got a let. We've got the orchard and a little bit of excitement there. Yeah. Well, I mean, that is creepy, right? I mean, if you see a car that was casing your house in Boston, and you see this car idling down the street. When you're in Sealands Grove, Pennsylvania, and let's be honest, I mean, let let us not forget, Sealands Grove is a it's tiny it's, little town. Yeah, it's not big at all. Off of the beaten path in the middle of Pennsylvania. I mean, it is, this is not, we're not talking an urban area by any means. It, it mm-hmm. is really, it is an, you know, I remember reading the book and when, reading Gabriel's Inferno for the first time, and when I saw it was set in Sealands Grove, I nearly dropped the book. I could not believe someone would have used that as a location for a story because it is so tucked away. Mm-hmm. Um, it's, it really was, it was just, it's so off the beaten path and to have a car trail you there and that mm-hmm. definitely would be terrifying. And where were the houses in, uh, even the house in Cambridge is got, Mm-hmm. That would be kind of odd to see, too. Right. So. Um, Cheryl said, I always thought it was funny he grabbed a baseball bat. I keep one by my door. It's funny. My husband's a big baseball fan, and he played baseball for years and years. And um, he has a bat, too. That is something. When I when that scene was written, I could see my husband doing the exact, I mean, the exact same thing. He would have grabbed a bat and gone out. And he would have he would have thrown something at the car. I have no doubt, no doubt at all. And and Betty said, "Okay, ball, play ball." <laughs> uh, Anna said, "Creepy for sure." Followed him from Cambridge to Sealands Grove. No coincidence. Yeah, yeah, that is very creepy. Mm-hmm. And well, I think because Sealands Grove was chosen, uh, Charles, do you mean by uh, in in the writing or by? Um, just the fact that Thanksgiving was there, because I think if it was if for the Thanksgiving, uh, she's saying as book, a place in the as a place in the book. Um, that is a I, question that keeps getting asked. Uh, we get winky faces with that. Winky smiles. Yes, I I asked that my first email to SR in what twenty thirteen. I asked that same question. And I said, if it's not, I, I think I posed it in a, obviously, if it's not too 
intrusive. I'm just curious how, why you chose Seamans Grove because <laughs> I've been there. I know people who teach at Susquehanna University. Um, like I, I just was blown away, but he sidestepped the question back then. Um, and probably still will. Yep. And that's okay. It's fine. That's okay. Um, Anna says we have hockey sticks and pucks. Yes, that's right. You're a big hockey family. Well, a hockey stick stick would be quite effective, don't you think? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the puck too. So we we asked SR um, why Gabriel immediately uh, go for the bat when he recognized the black Nissan, and SR basically said he wanted to send a message. Mm-hmm. Email works. Mail mail works. Um. Why didn't Gabriel try to get the license plate number or try to record it? And Esther said he'd have to double-check the book, but I think it happened quickly, and he wasn't able to see the license plate number or it was intentionally obscured. So, yes. That is. And that, um, I think, you know, I thought, I, yeah. I, I think basically, you know, it's... Um, it was happened so quickly that uh, I, I don't think he, you know, realized it. So. Yeah, I wasn't sure because I, you know, he is a smart guy. So I thought that might be something he tried. Or the other thing is the, the plate could have been kind of, uh, yeah, as he said, intentionally obscured. You know, sometimes mm-hmm. they have the plates dark, like they have a dark uh, mm-hmm. cover over them to make it harder for people to read. Um, I, I, in my mind, when I was reading it, I thought it probably was obscured, you know, cause they're trying mm-hmm. to be very discreet on who is tracking him. That's true. That mm-hmm. is true. Plus it was so. getting dark, Cheryl pointed out, which is, um, mm-hmm. another good point. Um, yeah, I just was thinking Gabriel was going to try and get as much information about that vehicle as he could. Mm-hmm. But yeah, because he I wants also, to let Jack know. Yeah, yeah, but uh, you know, as SR noted too, you know, he wanted to send a message. So I think the message, I think the the alpha, um, of the alpha part of Gabriel really took over, and mm-hmm. he was like, "I am protecting my own, and I am, I'm going after this car. They, I want them to know that they need to step down and go away." Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah. I mean, definitely a, a strong juxtaposition from yes. you, the beginning of the chapter when Gabriel's leaning in, let's go for a walk. And being seductive. To being seductive and having, uh, having love on his mind mm-hmm. to, you know, smashing a window and threatening a car with a baseball bat. Um, and yeah, Cheryl, it is good that he got the model of the car. Um, I just, you know, I wonder if Gabriel's going to say anything or if anyone would have seen him. Even I know he doesn't care if the neighbors saw him, but I'm curious if the neighbors saw him, you know. I should have asked SR that question. I, 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 I didn't, but I should have. Well, you know, we can, we can ask it for next week, so. Because after all, next week we were definitely going into the orchard. Yes. Next week's chapter is a really good one. Like, 
and it's it's there's a lot to it mm-hmm. there's a lot to it that's why Pam and I initially discussed should we pair this chapter 32 with 33 because 32 tends to, you know is like a very short chapter and mm-hmm. there's so much to the chapter next week that uh, we decided to split them up yeah because it is a big chapter we've got we've got all kinds of stuff going on Oh yeah, all kinds of stuff. Um, But who do you think is in that black Nissan? Any thoughts? Any guesses? Do you think it? Do you think this is something um, orchestrated by uh, Simon? I think it's somebody I know personally. (laughs) (laughs) Do you think it's? do you think it's somebody who uh, was orchestrated by Pacciani or Krista? Ashley like, seems who are, to think who, it's the prince. Ashley thinks it's the prince. <laughs> Betty says it's not Paul. Paul is the list of suspects. I would not. I would never include Paul in that list of no. suspects. That's not in Paul's DNA. But like, let's talk about who Gabriel's. Uh, and Julia's enemies could be, who could be jealous of them or of her. <laughs> Ashley says the prince's henchman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anna said in Cambridge and in Sealands Grove, both neighborhoods and others see, his, see this car. Yeah, I'm not sure because I don't know how many neighbors they have, frankly. Mm-hmm. Uh, Betty said, and it's not the rabbit. No, definitely not the rabbit. Although I have a feeling um, that if Krista could have boiled the bunny. Oh, yeah, Krista would have. <laughs> Cheryl, Cheryl says, I thought the prince Ashley. Yeah, well, you know, the prince is uh, not happy with the Emersons for having his illustrations. For many reasons, yes. Betty says, Pacciani is an enemy, but I don't think it's him. Um. I just don't think the prince, this, having a car tailing Gabriel doesn't seem like the prince's style, though. (laughs) And I said, surely, surely neighbor Leslie. (laughs) (laughs) No, I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be hiding in the the dark car. I don't think Leslie would be hiding in the dark car. No, Leslie would be fawning all over Claire. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Leslie would be fawning over Claire or um, mm-hmm. gazing admiringly at, uh, at, Gabriel. at Gabriel and Julia, at both of them, at their at their relationship, at their family, because they'd be so sweet. Mm-hmm. You know, I just think that it would be great. Wouldn't that be great to be their neighbor? I think that would be lovely. That would be um, I Because then you could play with the baby and you could mm-hmm. bring them little, you know, when you have extra vegetables like I do right now. Um, you know, I would take tomatoes and peppers and basil over to them. Um, if I was their neighbor, it would be great. Um, which by the way, I have a lot of organic basil in the garden right now. So nice. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're trying to unload some, I, I, if, if I'm, if you're trying to unload some, I know, uh, I know a certain friend of mine whose husband makes amazing pesto. Um, (laughs) Anna said, no, Leslie watching for the car. Yeah, maybe. Maybe Listen, neighbor Leslie would have noticed. But it's I, Thanksgiving, so no, who's who's watching out the window? Everyone's watching football or, or cleaning up after dinner. That's the other thing. It's 
uh, it's not I'm like not, a normal day. I had a neighbor, Mrs. Dubel, who lived diagonally, mm-hmm. diagonally across the street from us. Mm-hmm. Who would sit in her dining room window with binoculars looking at everybody on the street. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Anna says she would be their best neighbor ever. I have no doubt, Anna. With the with that amazing pie crust, definitely. Um, and hi, Sandra. Good afternoon. Glad you could join us. We're talking about Chapter 32, and we were talking about the, the Nissan, the car that was um, watching and tracking Gabriel and uh, Julia and Gabriel going out after the car with the baseball bat, um, trying to scare them off. Uh, really, really unsettling stuff. And we were wondering who would be in the car, like who is behind the the car. If it was Simon, um, if it was Krista and Paciani, um, or if uh, the other theory was it was the prince. Mm -hmm. So... Um, Black Lab Lady says, not the prince, but having read all of SR's books, I do think this ties back to the Florentine series. We just don't know it yet. Mm. I like that thought. SR says everybody's always connected somewhere. Right. Right. You don't know. I mean, maybe even these were um, affiliates or enemies of Nicholas and Acacia. Because maybe someone's trying to get the actual, maybe there are artifacts that the Emerson's own that somebody else wants. It could be totally different. You know, it could be outside of what we know yet. Anna said the prince with his vendetta about the illustrations is the number one suspect. Not the prince, but his hired minions. And Betty agrees. So we will just have to read on and find out. Because yeah, I can remember when in reading the um, the Florentine series, the story mm-hmm. of Raven when she was younger and taking her sister away from uh, the home because the stepfather was being abu- was abusive, uh, mm-hmm. and then roaming the streets and Father Cavanaugh coming around with some other people, and there were a lot of dark, seedy type people that apparently that these kids were around. And I remember asking SR one time about that, whether they were creatures, mm-hmm. vampires. And he's like, you know, I never thought of it that way. And maybe with a winky smile and maybe not with a winky smile. <laughs> <laughs> oh, SR. You such always keep us guessing. Yes. He is such a tease. Um, Brenda ah. also thinks it ties back ah. to the prince and one of his security people. So, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see um, how that falls into place. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, it's, it's, and I'm trying to remember at this point in their story, are the, are the, are the illustrations with them in, no, I'm the, guessing, the in Boston, or are they still at the Uffizi? I believe there's, they're still at the Uffizi. I think so, too, right? I think. Yeah. Because I, I think this takes place before the uh, the robber. Right. So 20, I, yeah, it starts in 2012, mm-hmm. right? This was okay. Thanksgiving 2012, if I recall. Let me look at the chapter real quick. 
Wait, I'm checking the chapter. I think it's 2013. I'm looking. I got the book out, and it is 2013. It's 2013. So maybe the uh, illustrations have already been stolen at this point. I don't know. That would be something to, to uh, compare in the books. Yes, yeah, so I'll have to... I'll have to have to look at the, the raven. We will, we will investigate that and mm-hmm. let you know next week, friends. So. Um, uh, Black Lab Lady did it for us. She said the illustrations are still in Italy. Mm-hmm. Um, Good. Anna thank also you. thinks it will still remain a mystery, though. So, thanks, Black Lab Lady. Um, again, I, as I noted, I have to do a reread of the Florentine series at some point. That would be fun to do again. It would be. Um, it's fun. It's a good, it's a great story. Good story. I know. I know. I love it. So, how can it be ten o'clock already, Eastern Time, friends? Our hours flying has gone so quickly this week. Um, just so thankful that you guys have taken time to stop by today, and for anyone else who's downloading and listening at a different time, I hope you are having a wonderful week weekend. Um, and staying safe. Uh, just wanted to remind you that SR is writing, and not only writing, but he read. The, he just saw a rough cut of Gabriel's Rapture, and, and that we are expecting. He believes that Rapture is going to be released prior to American Thanksgiving, so prior to the end of November. Very so, exciting. And, and he could be playing Spoiler Man for all we know. So, but since he said it, I think it's okay. Yeah. He, he told us this to share with you. So we are sharing it with you. And we're super excited um, that we'll have a chance to watch this beautiful book come to life. Um, so, and again, a sh- uh, anybody in path of um, Ida, please be safe. If they ask you to evacuate, please remember, objects can be replaced, but you can't. That's right. So. Come on up to Pennsylvania. We'll take care of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I, I've, got, I've got a spare room right now, so. There you go. Since everybody's away this weekend. Oh, nice. Nice. And yes, Cheryl, I am with you. I cannot wait. Um, hope you have uh, some good times with your grandfather. I know that's a challenge being a caregiver. Mm-hmm. Um, sending you lots of love and hugs as well. And this has just been wonderful. Uh, yes, Lori noted your words were very wise. Wise words, Pam. Um, Ashley notes, be safe. And Black Lab Lady said, another enjoyable morning. Thank you, ladies. Have a wonderful week, all, and stay safe and well. I couldn't have said it better myself. What are we leaving with, Pammy? Today, we are leaving with Fool for the City, Fog Hat. That's an old one. Lay it on us. (laughs) Lay it on us, sister. All right, guys. Take care. Have a great week. Chapter 33 next week going to be good.